The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I tell you what, that was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. Oh man, football was awesome today. Loved every minute of it. And I could tell Dave and Heath loved it too. We are in a great mood. How great was today, guys? I'm sorry. I know this might sound cheesy, but we needed this. It's been a tough year for everyone. And today just felt so normal and so awesome to watch football all day. You know, it didn't feel normal watching football with no one in the stands and hearing the crowd roar, the crowd boo the refs or anything like that. But it was still there. There was something great about it, Adam. You're right. It was great to watch football again and have football in our lives. There was a point during the offseason where we weren't sure it was going to happen. And the NFL and its players and coaches and trainers and everybody in the front office did what they needed to do to stay safe and not uh, have the virus spread anywhere. And it's been great. I hope it keeps up in the next week Don't because even now half the league has traveled. Come on. They're going to have to travel back. Don't be and, negative. And they you're, just got done playing. I think you're, uh, what how, how, What do the kids say? You're, you're harshing his buzz? <laughs> yes. The kids say <laughs> Big that? Time. Uh, some do, I bet. My they kids did. don't say that. They did. Yeah, no, it was great. Heath Gardner Mitchell might be good. Might what do you be? mean might be good? Did you watch that He's man? He's good. Did you see him? He's awesome. Did you see his fantastic. hair? Oh, that was great. His hair was great. Joe Burrow had a just hilarious interception. Raheem Mostert had the fastest play. I don't know. He he ran faster in his touchdown catch than any running back ran on any play last year. Uh, there were several like hilarious things that happened today, like from a what we thought perspective versus what actually happened. I thought maybe the most hilarious thing was Raheem Mostert having like 100 yards receiving and being the <laughs> least efficient 49ers running back on the ground. How about that was Ma- just fantastic? How about Raheem Mostert doing better as a pass catcher than Austin Eckler? <laughs> Yeah. Not that I'm laughing at it. I've got Austin Eckler on a couple of my teams. I'm pretty pissed off. <laughs> well, he had a lot of carries, so that's the good thing. Mostert led Hooray. the 49ers he didn't have a lot of touchdowns. receiving. Yeah, four catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. All right, what game did you think? What NFL game was most interesting from a fantasy perspective, Heath? I'm going to go with um, one that kind of had some good and some bad, but Seattle and Atlanta, because this is one we were very excited about in terms of high point total. I thought we might get a lot a lot of Russell Wilson pass attempts because they'd have to pass, but they had a pretty good size lead for most of this game 
and Seattle still let Russ cook 35 mm-hmm. pass attempts in a game where they were ahead for most of the game, and he was absolutely awesome. So that was very encouraging. It was, again, another one of those situations, kind of like the Mostert one, where it was a little bit weird with the running back usage. Carlos Hyde carried the ball a higher percentage of the time than I would like, and Chris Carson caught two touchdown passes, which was super weird. What percentage of would you like Carlos Hyde to have carries? Five. Yeah, I'll take I'll take zero. <laughs> zero. Somebody else has to carry the ball occasionally, but just like yeah, that can be Russell Wilson who yeah. led the Seahawks in rushing today. Well, he scored in garbage time, Carlos Hyde, uh, but he did actually have one one more carry than Chris Carson, so it was weird. Uh, yeah, they didn't run the ball a lot. Dave, which game NFL game was most interesting to you from a fantasy perspective? Oh crap! I have to pick an NFL game. <laughs> I didn't know it had to be that. No, just kidding. How about how about the Raiders and the Panthers? And two of the league's best young running backs combining for five touchdowns on the ground. It was amazing. Uh, Henry Ruggs had a couple of big plays early on. He got hurt, um, but then came back in. He was fine. Robbie Anderson playing really, really well. DJ Moore, not so much. Uh, I I enjoyed this game. I love that it was back and forth. I'm kind of surprised that the Panthers scored 30 points and Teddy Bridgewater only threw one touchdown, but I'm sure the next time they get 30 points, Bridgewater will have two touchdowns and maybe things will be better then. I'm going to say Arizona, San Francisco, because Kyler Murray didn't really have a great day throwing the football, but he ran so much and he made some plays with his legs that uh, tell you why people were so excited to draft him as that breakout star quarterback. And geez, DeAndre Hopkins in week one, his target oh, share yeah. was pretty good. How about that? It was pretty All good. All the targets. All of them. Yeah. I thought, I thought. I was under the impression that the Cardinals were going to spread targets around evenly to everybody. I don't think anyone ever said that, jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, look, like I always say, perspective, this sucks for Christian Kirk. Oh, I know. It keeps up, of course. It's going to be bad for everybody. Yeah. Well, Kirk, uh, I, th- I thought it was interesting, and, and Garoppolo managed to score 22 fantasy points in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues and really played horribly down the stretch. Uh, just missed a lot of opportunities there. Um, all right, we're going to talk about all the rookie running backs. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, who is currently tied with Russell Wilson as the number one quarterback in fantasy for week one. Um Everything that's important, including the big news. Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor with feature roles today. Taylor with nine carries and six catches for 67 yards. Five of his carries came on one drive early in the second half. Naeem Hines had seven carries for 28 yards and a touchdown. He had eight catches for 45 yards and a touchdown. They were at Jacksonville, and Marlon Mack was off to a great start. He had three catches. And then he, do we have an, is it official, or are we waiting to see? They are fearing that he tore his Achilles. I don't believe there's anything official yet, Okay, but if that's the fear and it's being reported as such, it's probably the case and uh, really stinks for those of us who had Marlon Mack. So Jonathan Taylor is rostered in almost every league. Naeem Hines is not. Doesn't stink for people who have them. Naeem Hines is is rostered in 39% of leagues. He was only started in 1% of league, understandably. So Dave... Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, first of all, is Naeem Hines a must-add? And secondly, is Jonathan Taylor the starting running back in the ball and the workhorse back for the Colts now? I think he's going to end up being that guy for Indianapolis for sure. When? I know they like Naeem Hines, but... When? when? When do you mean when? Like week 
two, week three, yeah, week, week four? two. Okay. I mean, listen, it's it's going to be Hines in passing situations and the two minute drill, and that's what we saw in the game against Jacksonville. But Jonathan Taylor is going to get the rest, and the fact that he caught six passes at one point, <laughs> he led the team in receiving yards, and it's all a byproduct of Philip Rivers continuing to check it down. And Rivers looked terrible. He did not have a good game. I don't know how often he will have a very good game. I know he threw for 363 yards. He also attempted 46 passes. So I don't know. It's it's not. He didn't play great. Taylor had some really nice moments. And uh, yeah, without if we had known that Marlon Mack was going to get hurt week one, I think we would have drafted Jonathan Taylor significantly higher than the ADP of round five suggests. Yeah, so... It's easy to say now, okay, like he went behind Melvin Gordon. We haven't even seen Melvin Gordon play, but I think everybody would probably I think take he would John. have been a second round pick. Uh, so, like but if who, you had but told us over for who? the next from week two on, Marlon Mack vanishes, where do you draft Jonathan Taylor? And he if I'm wrong, say so. I think he would have been a round two choice. I think people would have taken him like right around that same range as Aaron Jones, George Kittle. Maybe even higher, maybe even a little higher. I think I said in season, I think Adam asked us this question, and I think I said second round if you told me Marlon Mack wasn't going to be there. So, yeah, it's, um, I was surprised that, like, in the first quarter and early in this game before Mack went down, that Naheem Hines scored a rushing touchdown in the red zone. Naheem yeah, was Hines annoying. got stuffed at the goal line on a short yardage carry before Jonathan Taylor, I think, ever came into the game. Um, so that was weird. I am more interested in Naheem Hines right now than I would have been if you had told me it's Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. Like he Why was are you... more involved than I expected. Yeah. But don't you think part of that is just a byproduct of th- th- they didn't want to like force the rookie to get on the field? Like they, th- you knew well, that they wanted passes. to take his time. I don't like, and and Jonathan Taylor got six. So it's not like they just weren't throwing to Jonathan Taylor. They threw. 18 passes to their running backs. Right, right. That's going to be that's going to be how they operate. That's just how Philip Rivers is, and so everybody I think who sees Eckler's line much more valuable than I thought. Yeah, but I, I wonder if he's not quite as valuable in non PPR. And people could still pick him up in non PPR, but I think it's still the leagues where catches count where his value is going to be the highest. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, same end of the year, but like, I don't. What I'm saying is, if I'm in a non PPR league and Hines is on the waiver wire, he may not be nearly the priority that he would be in other formats. Sure, but all right. So Jonathan Taylor, right now, would you take him ahead of Nick yes. Chubb? Nick Chubb? No, I think I would. Wow. I know it sounds nutso, changeo, crazo. No, it doesn't, because I Chubb mean, is obviously we, in, a, well, in his timeshare. Like, as bad as Chubb was today, he was facing the Ravens, and Jonathan Taylor averaged 2.4 yards per carry against Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, I was going to bring that up. And actually, Chubb had a good game running. He was 10 carries for 60 yards against the Ravens. But there's that Kareem Hunt guy who had th- 13 carries and uh, three catches to Chubb's one, or four catches I, to Chubb's I guess, one. Like, do, I guess my other question, and maybe no one's opinion on this has changed at all, are we as convinced that the Colts are a good team as we were before this game? No, no. Because that affects Jonathan Taylor's value. It does and it doesn't. Like well, as, part of the part of the appeal was they're going to play all these teams and they play such good defense they'll have leads and they'll run the ball thirty five times a game. Sure, and, but I, at the flip side, we never really thought about Jonathan Taylor contributing in the passing game. And we've got one game's worth of evidence, and I bet it doesn't change. We know Philip Rivers' track record, and we know that he loves those running backs and tight ends. 
you're going to keep seeing that. So even if the Colts end up being in a bunch of games that are back and forth or they're down by a score with two minutes to play, you're, you're going to see them get involved. Both of them are going to catch a lot of passes. All right. Final question on this. Naeem Hines or Tariq Cohen rest of the season? Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to say Hines. I think I might say Hines. Yeah. Okay. We'll see, I know it doesn't um, sound great. And I think I'd say Hines. It, okay. If both of them were on the waiver wire, who are you going to add first, Heath? Well, it's, I, if it's Hines, is that what same, you're saying? Yeah, I think it's Hines. Okay. I'm guessing Jordan Wilkins was inactive I think it's Hines today, too. but he might factor in a little bit as well. Um, yeah, probably. not to say you should pick him up, but you know, just getting some touches there. All right, more, much more to come uh, on the Colts. Uh, Michael Thomas limped off the field, and Chris Godwin got hurt late in that game. That was the last game to end, and those injuries were late. So we'll have to see what the situation is there. Two of the best wide receivers in fantasy, although Michael Thomas was a mega dud today. Devontae Parker left with a hamstring injury. Preston Williams is rostered in eighty percent of leagues. They have Buffalo next week. Uh, is there any other player other than Williams that you think is a waiver wire ad if Parker's out? You mean on the Dolphins? Yeah. Miles Gaskin. Okay. I'm not interested. Maybe Mike Kosicki if he's available. Um, all right. Yeah, not really against Buffalo. Would Chris Herndon turn in a negative 1.75 today? <laughs> I actually... I he think had a he, couple of catches late. In yeah, he, uh, he may have been their second leading receiver <laughs> behind Crowder, uh, but it was low. And Le'Veon Bell left with an injury. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think there's a scenario where I'm picking up Frank Gore. No. All right, like what? He averaged four yards per carry today, Adam. Well, somebody's got to pick him up. There are some leagues I can think of, like Scott Fishbowl. He's not available, but if he were, uh, Josh Adams is going to get picked up in the Scott Fishbowl. Probably, yeah. Yep. Yeah. He if he did warm bodies. Okay, they've got San Francisco next week, and Justin <laughs> Jackson left with a quad injury, and it was a good day. Joshua Kelly uh, scored a touchdown and looked pretty good. Uh, Mm -hmm. What did he have? uh, He had 12 carries for 60 yards and a touchdown at the Bengals. Yep, he had that number two running back role. I have a stunning confession I'd like to tell you guys. I didn't tell it. I told almost nobody this. I was so ashamed. But I feel like the listeners are my family. Some of the listeners hate me, but some family members hate family members. That's fine. But I think we're all we're all family here, so I'll tell you all the truth. Last year, week one, I went 0 and 10. I was so embarrassed. Can you believe that? I went 0 and 10. I'm not stunned at all. Too embarrassed. I'm really <laughs> mad at you for not telling me about it then. That would have made my evening better. Uh, well, I tell you this because I only checked one score today, and I'm gonna win. I had to check my score. I have McCaffrey, Jacobs. And Andrews, maybe? I don't know. I have McCaffrey and Jacobs in one league, and I was like, okay, I have to check this score. I'm going to win that I league. Don't understand you and Schrager and your I just don't check my scores. Like, why? What do you it mean? my scores, me but not the leagues that are free. It just stresses me or the out. $10 leagues. Uh, it's, I'm too stressed. I can't deal with it. But things are already better, is what I'm saying. 2020. You've won a week already. Yeah, yeah. In one of your 10 leagues. And I went 0-10 in week one. I ended up playing in the finals in three of those leagues. So don't freak out too much after week one. Buy or sell time. But By the way, Dave, not happy that you weren't stunned that I went 0-10. Sorry, your (laughs) reputation precedes itself. 
Okay. Buy or sell. The Jaguars are going one in 15. That's so, almost as almost as embarrassing as your 0 and 10 is that you spent the last week talking about Jacksonville going 0 and 16. Yeah. Yeah. I really thought there was a chance. You meant to say Jets. The Jets. <laughs> Maybe. Jets might go yeah, 0 and 16. Like, is there any the chance Colts. at all Jacksonville is getting the number one pick now? Because no. there's no way they're worse than the Jets. They might even win three games. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Jaguars. Wait, the to, Jets. wait till the Giants play before you start trashing the Jets, by the way. How many wins total for New York fo- football teams not named Buffalo? Six. For the two oh, I bet, I bet they'll combine for Who more wins more, New I'm York worried about football nine. teams or Florida football teams? Well, there's... Oh, you're including Buffalo in there? Oh, that's a fun one. I'm going to... Oh, Florida. Right? Uh, yeah. Tampa yeah, Bay is going to be awesome. Buffalo looked a lot better than Tampa. They played the Jets. Yeah, they did play the Jets. All right, let's go back to buy or sell. Aaron Rodgers is on a mission and will be will be a fantasy MVP. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so. He could be. He could be. They're, they've got a lot of really nice defenses in their future. I don't know if I'm going to say he's going to be the fantasy MVP, but we we may have made a mistake ranking him where we ranked him. That's that's something that I'm not happy with. Do you agree with that, Heath? Uh, I would sell, but this was a very good performance. Yeah, 38 you, fantasy you points. you buy that he's a top 10 quarterback the rest of the way? I had him ranked 10th in the preseason, so yeah. Okay. Just just so you know, they had the ball for over... Oh, this is the coolest stat of the day, by the way. Time of possession, Green Bay, 41 minutes and 16 seconds. Minnesota, 18 minutes and 44 seconds. Buffalo, time of possession... 41 minutes and 16 seconds. Jets, 18 minutes and 44 seconds. The same exact time of possession. And you almost never, I mean, it is rare to see 41 minutes of possession out of 60 minutes. So for two teams to do that, exactly the same number, that was crazy. But yeah, incredible game for Aaron Rodgers. Off to a great start. Gets Detroit next week. Uh, Buy or sell. Tom Tom Brady and Drew Brees are old and bad. Sell. I thought like Brady, I thought it looked just discombobulated and yeah. like they'd never played a game together. Um, and Gronk, I think, probably is old and bad. He looked like a complete not football player. Um, and Mike Evans was running with one leg. So I, I'm giving Brady a pass. Um, Rivers was the one that I noticed, like he was throwing balls to the sidelines and it was like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three, like (laughs) there was no zip at all. I thought Breeze looked like he'd lost a little something too. Yeah. Oh, really? There were some passes where Brady looked like he'd lost something as well. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I did think it's a fair point that they, they just did not look in sync. Breeze, a couple moments, or Brady rather, a couple moments where the Bucks and Brady was just like, what's going on in... You know, the first game together, no preseason, all that. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. 160 yards for Drew Brees. I told you, he needs those fans. He needs those fans in New Orleans. You're right. Uh-huh. Good job, Adam. Thank you. Thank you. All right, buy or sell now continues with the... Well, okay, would you would you bump Aaron Rodgers over those two guys? Yes. Rest of season, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now we get to the rookie running backs. Buy or sell? Antonio Gibson is a must start going forward. No, not yet. We're not Why? there yet. It's, you can say sell. You don't have to buy it. I wasn't so, right. Right, but I thought there was generally something that would lead you believe that something is true. You know what? Because I have a lot of this guy is a must start going forward. So we'll just see okay. the ones you buy and the ones you sell. Antonio Gibson okay. is a sell. Fair. 
Um, I would say that he's obviously better than Peyton Barber, and hopefully he's on the right track to being a must-start, but not yet. Is that fair? Right, right. Okay. Barber got a lot more work, right? Peyton yes. Barber had 19 carries for 24 yards. He is Kalen Balazs. And scored a touchdown? Two touchdowns, yes. Two touchdowns. That's a good day. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins is close to overtaking Mark Ingram. Buy or sell? I'll buy it. I will sell it. Um, but he is closer to being in a 50-50 situation with Mark Ingram than I thought. All right. James Robinson is a must-start going forward. Buy or sell? Sell. I still think it's a little matchup dependent. Yeah. He got every running back carry. Yeah, that's Um, good. And Chris Thompson wasn't really a factor in the passing game, but neither was Robinson. Only one catch. But 16 Mm -hmm. carries, 62 yards. Good day for him. He's at Tennessee next week, Miami the week after that, at Cincinnati after that, at Houston after that, Detroit after that, bye after that. So you can't start against start. bye. Well, I mean, you could. You're just going to get zero points. Yeah. All right. Well, would you rather have um, James Robinson or Antonio Gibson? Gibson. You have I'm to answer. So sure. I, I, you guys tell me. What? Yeah. Did you see something from Gibson other than like the, today? A little bit, a little bit. I mean, he, that was not. I did not. I watched that game a lot when the Eagles had the ball, but not a lot when Washington had the ball. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think he's their. I I think that it's hard to say. You know, he had really one hard, run it's for twenty yards, and he averaged but like I thought two was, yards a carry. Otherwise, yeah, no, he, needed, a he little bit. got like two time. passes for eight yards. Right, they didn't throw to him that much. Well, I think Barber, it's more about... I don't, I don't see Peyton Barber continuing to turtle his it's way. It's more about what we saw from Peyton Barber. He's awful, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He's still their solution at the goal I think line. they probably knew that going in, though, didn't they? Peyton Barber's... <laughs> like, they'd watched Peyton Barber play football before. Yeah. All right, buy or sell. Zach Moss is a must-start going forward. No, sell. So. No. Okay. Buy He's or really uh, lucky he got a, a touchdown because he seriously. got outplayed in a big time way by Devin Singletary. Uh, I'm interested what the snap count was though because I think he was in he was in there at the goal line or inside the ten yard line. I'm pretty sure more than Devin Singletary. He got two end zone targets. He caught one of them. So when you look at high value touches, I mean Singletary did have five catches. Moss had three, but. Um, you're right. He only had 11 yards compared to Singletary's 30 on the same amount of carries. Well, he had t- 27 yards on 12 touches. Uh, yeah. All right. So, no. So, then buy or sell, Zach Moss is close to... Or Zach Moss is a better start than Devin Singletary. Sell. I think you have to sell it at this point. Buy or sell, DeAndre Swift will be a must start in a few weeks. Sell. Um... Five weeks. Okay. Big drop for him. Dropped the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, that's ugly. not good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, He had three carries. Like, this is one of those situations, and I like DeAndre Swift, and I really liked the talent, but with Matt Patricia, as long as he's kept his job, I could see them force-feeding Adrian Peterson too many touches just for as long as Peterson stays upright. But look, he give AP credit. He had 93 yards on 14 carries. 
he's their best runner right now. He is. And yeah. as long as he it's it's the same thing with Mac and Jonathan Taylor before the season. As long as the older running back has the role and he does well in it, you're not going to see the rookie get an opportunity. What we might see though is DeAndre Swift eventually eat into carry on Johnson's role. Mm-hmm. And then it's AP and Swift. I didn't realize so, that carry on Johnson, Chris Towers said he might be on a snap count today. And I was unaware of that. I don't know if that was actually the case, but he was he is coming off the ACL injury. I didn't realize that they were playing it slow with him. But yeah. he was very uninvolved and Peterson had a good game. All right, last one. Buy or sell. Ronald Jones is a must start going forward. He had 17 carries for 66 yards and two catches for 16 yards. Leonard Fournette, five carries, five yards, one catch, 14 yards. He had five carries for five yards with a long run of six yards. <laughs> Yikes. Buy or sell. Ronald Jones is a must-start going forward. Sell. Sell. I'm not sure I would buy it if Leonard Fournette wasn't there, but I definitely don't buy it with Fournette there. They got whooped in the trenches today. Mm-hmm. Um, that New Orleans front seven just kicked their butts. Look, these two defenses might be pretty good, especially the run defenses. Look at... Dude, Alvin Kamara had 12 carries for 16 yards. Latavius Murray, 15 for 48. So these two run defenses are really good. And um, yeah, the de- these, these might be two good defenses, the Bucks and the Saints. And Troy Aikman said he wouldn't be surprised if they play in the NFC Championship game. And I, man, I don't think any I of agree. us would. Yeah. Make sure you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasy football today. I gave myself a haircut today. This is what it looks like. Got to finish tomorrow. A little puffy on the sides. Didn't do a great job. Looks like you completely missed the back. I didn't do the back, actually. Um, that I need my wife to help me out with that tomorrow. Yeah. So, but the front it was all me, Dave. So, zero and ten. All right, winners and losers. <laughs> Dave starts with winners: Russell Gage, who's rostered in two percent of leagues, and Naeem Hines, who we already talked about. Let's talk about Gage. Matt Ryan threw fifty-four passes. Dave, three receivers: Gage, Ridley, and Jones all had twelve targets, and Gage had nine catches for one hundred and fourteen yards. How about that for spreading the ball around? That's how it's done. And Gage did a nice job with it, catching short area targets from the slot from uh, Matt Ryan. And listen, I don't, I don't know how good this defense is, Adam. You, you referenced how good Atlanta made strides toward the end of last season. They came out hot this season. They, uh, they, this season, one game, first quarter, they were getting pressure on Russell Wilson, but then um, they struggled. And I could see Atlanta being forced to throw quite a bit moving forward. And Julio and Ridley are going to do their thing. Russell Gage could be a real nice bench option and a potential solution in PPR if you're kind of stuck. One of the receivers that we talked about who might end up being the 10-point the PPR floor that you can find off the waiver wire. I was impressed. Yeah. And do you think, though, Dave, maybe that he succeeded today because Jamal Adams, I, I, I don't know how much Jamal Adams covered Hayden Hurst, but Hurst had a bad game. Um, and Gage maybe took advantage of that. It's possible, but Gage had 12 targets. Hurst had five. Right. Like if Hurst was going to be the, 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 you know, plug him right into Austin Hooper and he's going to be that dude for Atlanta, I would imagine more than five targets and I would imagine fewer targets for Gage. All right. Heath's winners, Robbie Anderson, who had a 75 yard touchdown catch and Jamison Crowder, who had a 69 yard touchdown catch. Nice. Love those Jets and those former Jets. All right, Robbie Anderson's got the Bucks next week. Crowder's got the 49ers. These guys are winners for you, and Anderson's only rostered in 45% of leagues. Yeah, I thought the big thing um, with Carolina, and it was 
another one of those teams where the target distribution did not go as we'd planned. Uh, DJ Moore got a, a decent share of the targets, only slightly less than what I'd projected for him. He didn't do very much with him in this game. But Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel were just right there with him. Like this was the, what I had said, Cliff Kingsbury was going to do in Arizona where you've got three receivers getting a ton of targets. It was a problem for Christian McCaffrey, frankly. He only had four targets in the game. He was lucky he got a couple rushing touchdowns. Um, but if Robbie Anderson's going to be a, this involved in the passing game, then we were way, way too low on him because he is a good wide receiver. He's a very good deep threat, the best deep threat on this team. If he's going to see eight targets, seven, eight targets a game, he's going to be awesome. And how I, often do you think they're going to be in shootouts like this? I don't think they're going to stop anyone. They just gave up yeah. like more than 30 points to the Raiders. Okay, so, so always Tampa Bay next week, Chargers after that, Cardinals after that. How how interested would you be in starting Robbie Anderson in any of those games? Now, this is a different conversation than adding Robbie Anderson, but as far as starting him, how interested would you be? I Tampa Bay, I think that I might. Mm-hmm. God, I don't um, know. Look, Tampa Bay, we have to acknowledge, correct me if I'm wrong here, they've got potentially a, a great secondary. All those young guys, Dean, Murphy Bunting, uh, the guy who was shadowing sure. Michael Thomas today. I mean, they could have was a it Davis. Yes, Carlton Davis. Carlton Davis. They could Carlton have a Banks, great Davis. secondary, and not to mention they have a great pass rush as well. So it's possible that that's Tampa Bay is becoming a really bad matchup for wide receivers. That is possible. It yes. is, and then they've got the Chargers, which I think that's is a the tough game matchup. I would not want to start them. I Arizona either. for but sure. Arizona, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's like the perfect one. Okay. Because you know the Cardinals are going to put up all kinds of points on the Panthers, and the Panthers are going to be able to succeed. So anytime there's a matchup where they're taking on a team like Arizona or Vegas, Robbie Anderson's absolutely in play. All right, let's go to the losers. He's your losers are Carson Wentz. He was sacked eight times, and oh, 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 Carry on no. Johnson, who we also we talked about a little bit. We'll talk about him more. Carson Wentz, um, you know, started out so good for him. He got a little sloppy. What did you see from Wentz? Well, it wasn't so much from him. It was just that, like, Deshaun Jackson's not 100% and wasn't out there quite. I don't know what his snap count was, but it wasn't uh, as high as I was hoping for. No, he got roughed up and left the game for a little bit. Right. Um, and he's just, like, he's old, and that's what happens with Deshaun Jackson. He gets roughed up, and he leaves the game for a little bit. And Jalen Rager made a really nice play, but had one catch in the game. And their offensive line could not block anyone. And we don't really know for sure when Miles Sanders is going to be 100%. So this situation, like it's possible they get the right tackle back next week and the offensive line's just okay. But from what I saw from that offensive line today, I don't think one player is going to make it good or even above average. They're hoping to be average at that offensive line. But don't worry, don't worry. Next week they take on Aaron Donald and the Rams. <laughs> uh, carry on Johnson. He's rostered in 87% of leagues. He had seven carries, no catches. At Green Bay next week, uh, They prob- Green Bay's probably a good matchup. I mean, we expected Dalvin Cook to have a good game, but they were not a good run defense last year. Um, is is carry on Johnson droppable? I would like to hold carry on Johnson for one more week. But okay. if it looks like this again next week, I might be out. All right. Naeem yeah, Hines, they, they Naeem have, Hines is out there. Now, right? Naeem Hines is out there. Sorry. What would you do? I don't want to. Uh, you have to. He's, 
You only have I one have player to, on your bench. If I need on. a running back to start this week, I think I'd have to drop Johnson and pick up Hines in a full PBR league. Yep. All right. Uh, Dave's losers are Jordan Howard, who had eight carries for seven yards and a touchdown at New England. And Tariq Cohen, who only had two catches, would go along with seven carries at Detroit. Uh, Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen, Dave. Well, Miles Gaskin had more carries than Jordan Howard. Miles Gaskin and Matt Breida and Ryan Fitzpatrick had more yards than Jordan Howard. And I don't know how much of this was the Patriots' run defense. I, I don't think that they're necessarily some sort of awesome unit that should be mentioned in the same sentence as, say, Tampa Bay or New Orleans. So if Howard can't get it going in this matchup, I don't know when he can. And Miles Gaskin came out of nowhere. They're using three running backs. What a mess. Very frustrating. We're lucky that he scored the touchdown. Did, would you say, would you call Breda a loser too? I wish I, they didn't even throw him the ball once. They didn't throw they, but they did to Gaskin. Yeah, I I wonder if there's just they just like Gaskin the and most. T- twice to Patrick Laird. Yeah, no kidding. Like it's ridiculous. Brita had five touches in the game. They're like the Detroit Lions of the South, but with worse running backs. <laughs> okay, uh, what did you think about Tariq Cohen? There, there's something going on with the Bears where they're just not thinking about Cohen as the playmaker that we in the fantasy world tend to think of him. And they're, they're just, they've, they're hooked on Montgomery. They want to give Montgomery a lot of carries. This is a game where the bears were trailing in the second half. Cohen might've played a lot. He had two targets and two catches. So they're going in different directions. I don't, I don't feel good about Cohen as a starter anytime soon, regardless of who they play. But I'm also, I feel like the way Heath did about carry on, I don't want to cut him either unless I absolutely have to. Look, Tariq Cohen has a history of having games like this. He's not, he's a little inconsistent in how he gets to his like 70 to 80 catches or whatever. I'll just look at his game log. He had what, two catches today? I, I, bet, I bet there were he had seven carries for 41 look, yards. Week one, nice. this is kind of why I don't like Tariq Cohen. Week one last year, he had eight catches. The next three games, two, two, two. Then six, then nine. Then three, then two. Like it's not, you know, it's not that consistent with him. So I, I wouldn't really say that I'm panicking here, but. Uh, but you this, can't possibly this. start him with any confidence. Well, I mean, I never Adam, do. Yes. You missed one of the buyer cells. Oh, what's that? Buy or sell, Malcolm Brown's going to score a touchdown on every Rams drive this year. Can you not? You know I'm DVRing. You know I'm DVRing. All right. Uh, news and notes. Henry Ruggs left. The funny thing is, is like Heath could say anything, and you would just assume that he's telling the truth. Of course he's game. telling the truth. Who makes that? Buy up? or sell, Dak Prescott's going to throw two touchdowns on one drive. You know, like you're just going to have to, you're at his mercy here. Oh, man. All right. So uh, Henry Ruggs came back. Uh, Boston Scott left with an injury. Today, without playing, was probably a good day for Miles Sanders. Um, Buffalo linebacker Matt Milano is week-to-week with a hamstring injury. David Njoku left with a hamstring injury. I do think it would be a little disingenuous for us to gloss over Boston Scott since I I don't— We all went crazy over him. Yeah. So would you like to talk about the mega dud Boston Scott? I knew— I knew we were in trouble when Jason Huntley was getting carries and his jersey was getting like torn up when defenders were holding it and he's running to the sideline early on in the game. Um, yeah, it sunk. It sunk. There, there were a couple of plays where he looked good. They just didn't give him the type of workload that we thought he we, would get. We we get a free pass whenever a player gets hurt, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I mean, it's not like he got hurt in the first quarter. Not our fault he got hurt. 
All right. You know what? I'm down with that. So that means everybody <laughs> gets a pass on Michael Thomas because he limped off at the end of the game. Nobody needs a pass on Michael Thomas. He's the best receiver in the NFL. He just had one bad game. It's fine. Do you really believe he's the best receiver in the NFL? Well, I mean, unless today, like, it might be that the monster stole all of his talent and he's just not good anymore, but he was the best receiver <laughs> in the NFL last year. you think he is? Because I, I think there's like four guys that probably have a case. He's definitely one of them. But you think Odell Beckham's probably one of those guys. I don't think I can say that anymore. But I used to think <laughs> that. Yeah, absolutely. At um, least Odell moved better today. I hope so. All right, here's Had some cool stats. Josh Jacobs set a career high with four catches. Peyton Barber has now rushed for 1.7 yards per carry or less in three of his last four games dating back to last year. Joe Burrow gave the ball to the wrong team. Chris Carson tied his career high in catches for a game, and he had two touchdown catches. He entered with only three in his career. Raheem Mostert, I mentioned this, 22.7 miles per hour. That's how fast he ran during his touchdown catch. Faster than any running back on any play in 2019. That's next-gen stats. I heard that on Red Zone. Thank you for that. Buffalo and Green Bay, uh, same time of possession. That was incredible. And Lamar Jackson, uh, if you look at his schedule, weeks 16, which weeks 14, 15, 16, 17, just in case you play into week 17. Lamar Jackson gets the Browns, Jaguars, Giants, Bengals. Game over. You better hope whoever has Lamar Jackson does not make the playoffs. Uh, the Mega Duds. Then we'll get to the best at, at each position, and then we'll get to the games. The Mega Duds today. Tyrod Taylor, eight fantasy points at Cincinnati. Rob Gronkowski, three targets, two catches, and O.J. Howard. Dave, remember I said on Twitch, I said O.J. Howard's going to be the guy that nobody mm-hmm. drafted that, that, I don't know, wins leagues. Uh, Deshaun Jackson was a mega dud. The Browns were mega duds. And that's pretty much all I got. Jets? Well, I mean, I guess Crowder. Yeah, the Jets. I mean, Bell was. But in terms of players that we were had high hopes for, Terod Taylor, Gronkowski, Deshaun Jackson, Nick Chubb, um, Odell Beckham, three catches on 10 targets. 10 targets, yeah. Austin Hooper was awful. David Njoku had a much better game. He did also get hurt in Njoku. Uh, Dave, who stands out? Who worries you there with the mega duds? Oh, I think you've got to look at Odell just as off, off the off the basis of getting ten targets and realizing that's pretty good. You'd like Odell to keep getting ten targets a game, but converting it into three receptions was that because of the Ravens? Was that because Baker struggled? I don't think it was a lot of Odell making mistakes. Not that I've watched every single target. I can get back to you on that if you want, but I'm going to say that having Mayfield as his quarterback could end up being more of a liability than we had certainly thought two years ago, much yeah. less a week ago. You think you think Eli would come back? Browns might be interested. <laughs> um, I'll stay with the Browns and say my my biggest concern, and this is somebody like we were kind of concerned about before the season, but Austin Hooper, like at least Odell Beckham got ten targets. They threw the ball. 45 times or whatever, and Austin Hooper got two targets. David Njoku got more targets. Harrison Bryant got the same number of targets. Like, I yuck. Yeah. How I, many drives yeah. did they have into the red zone? I'm going to look right now, because that's part of the... Oh, my lordy. One red zone drive. Look, they're not on the same level as Baltimore. They get Cincinnati next week. They get the, they get the football team the week after that. So, hopefully they can turn things around a little bit, but... Yeah, if they don't, it's very concerning. And uh, I guess I'd like to take a little inventory at some point about the teams with like new coaches or new quarterbacks and how it went for them today. Was it just not great, Bob? <laughs> yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, obviously the Bucks, the Browns, 
Phillip Rivers. Panthers. Panthers. The Giants. I mean, it but the, pan- the Panthers' offense. The Panthers' offense wasn't that bad. Like they actually. No, but they get lost to the Raiders, so that counts as a terrible. Oh, but they're week. but they're Patriots worse, they're had worse a new than the quarterback. Raiders. They did fine. Yeah, but not their passing game. No, no, not their passing game. But they used their quarterback the right way. Yes, and you, that was you knew huge. that they would to some degree. I underrated how much they would use them. Look, I was but, that was the number one thing I wanted to see this week was how much is Cam Newton going to run. And he looked like Cam Newton, didn't he? All right, let's get to the best of the best. Top five at each position. Quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, tied with 38 fantasy points. This is six point per passing touchdown leagues. Lamar Jackson, 33. Josh Allen, 31. Jamie said he'd have his first 300-yard game, and he did. 312 passing yards. Mitchell Trubit, what? Yeah! Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> 29 yes. fantasy points. He's QB5 going into Sunday Night Football. Yes! I thought he was going to get benched. He was that bad in the first he half. He was terrible until the fourth quarter, and then Wanna all know. of a sudden things started to click. <laughs> the touchdown throw to Anthony Miller was a dime. An Money Mitch. Gem. Money Mitch. Maybe this is the start. Maybe all he needed was to play terrible for two years plus. In all seriousness, do you think there's a Mitchell Trubisky revival here? How how many more times does he play the Lions? Once more. He does get this get the Vikings secondary a couple times. They though. get the Giants next yeah. week, I'm pretty sure, right? Next week, he's got the G-Men. Yeah. Then Atlanta. Uh, but let's just, what do you think? Is this a, let's not go through the, the schedule. The schedule's not bad for the next three games. What a trade that was. I know. I traded you Jameis and Crowder for Mitchell Trubisky. That was an awesome trade. For both of us or for you? It worked for out both for both of us. us. Yeah, yeah. I started I started Crowder. <laughs> uh, all right, running backs, top five running backs. Josh Jacobs, Christian McCaffrey. This is non-PPR, by the way. Dalvin Cook, Raheem Mostert, and right now it's Clyde Edwards-Elair, number five. Soon to be Malcolm Brown. This is very, this is very chalky. Uh, this whole week was kind of chalky, no? Jacob McCaffrey, Cook, Mostert, Edwards, Elair. I mean, we just talked about Mitchell Trubisky as the number five quarterback, so probably not. I guess, but I mean, Rodgers, Wilson, Jackson, Allen, Trubisky, Kyler Murray, Matt Ryan, Mahomes, Minshew, Cousins is up there. It's a pretty chalky week. All right, anything to say about those top five? Jacobs, McCaffrey, Cook, Mostert, Edwards, Edwards, Elair. How about how about Jacobs getting four catches? It was nice, good. very good. Do you On buy that for sixty-four? Can you get to? 50. You've got to be optimistic. Okay. I don't know what that means. Does that mean if you think he's going to get to 50, you're being too optimistic or you have four catches? You have to be optimistic that he will get to 50. But you also have to remember that last year there were games where the Raiders completely forgot that Josh Jacobs had hands. And then there were other games where they remembered and he got three, four, five receptions. I don't know if you ever had five. Let's say two, three, four. Wait, I'm not sure if he ever had four. He never had four. Four catches a career high for Yes, him it's a career high. Yes. How many points did Clyde Edwards Elair score in non PPR? 18 or 19? Okay. 19. I just wanted 19, to make 19. sure I ding the bell whenever Malcolm Brown passes him. <laughs> All right, wide receivers. Devontae Adams is number one. Adam Thielen and Calvin Ridley, number two. Ridley ahead of Thielen in PPR. Um, all three of those guys, Adam, Thielen, and Ridley, are the only two wide receivers entering Sunday night with two touchdown catches. Robbie Anderson, three. Jamison Crowder, four. But 
DeAndre Hopkins is actually fourth in PPR because he had 14 catches. Um, but yeah, Adams, Thielen, Ridley, Anderson, Crowder. Anything there? Like once again, Julio Jones is absolutely awesome. Calvin Ridley scores two touchdowns and Julio can't get in the end zone. <laughs> I, I don't understand it at all, but I'm very happy that I have a lot of Calvin Ridley. Would you understand it if you saw teams double teaming Julio in the red zone? I don't understand why teams would keep doing that when Calvin Ridley is, scores more touchdowns every because year. Because th- they're just trying to, uh, I don't know. So listen, Maybe they just don't want to give away Julio in the red zone. I just read about this. They were. I just read an article about this on ESPN. Dirk Cutter was talking talking about this and he said if Julio Jones gets more touchdowns which of course they say they want to do it's not going to be in the red zone he needs to score on more big plays whether that's deep balls downfield or like bubble screens that he takes to the house he's not going to score more touchdowns in the red zone because he gets so much attention in the red zone so um Ridley I don't remember where his Ridley is a big play guy I don't remember his touchdowns today one of them definitely wasn't um so who who does guy. who does Dirk Cutter think is they going were both to score in the red, in the red zone, zone? They were both in the red zone. Uh, who's he? I don't know. Ridley, Probably Hurst, Hurst and Gurley. Ridley and yeah, and Todd Gurley and maybe even but, Russell. But I want to know what like what, okay. I'm All right. Uh, top five tight ends, non PPR. Mark Andrews one, Goddard two. Goddard scored more points than him. Is number one in PPR. Uh, David Njoku, T.J. Hawkinson, and Travis Kelsey. All right, this is a pretty interesting list. So Goddard, huge game, better than Ertz. Njoku. Mm-hmm. Huge game, big game, better than Hooper. Did leave with an injury. Hawkinson, five for 56 and a touchdown. Of course, no Galladay. Um, what feels legit here? Uh, I, I'm just a little bit more worried about Zach Ertz than I was before. And oh, I was a little sad. bit worried about before. Um, but, like, Dallas Goddard's really, really good. And mm-hmm. there's this whole underlying contract thing going on with Zach Ertz. Um which didn't get done, so I guess it's not going on anymore. I, I'm a little bit more worried about Ertz and a little more interested in Goddard. Okay, what about Hawkinson, Dave? Was this because Galladay was out or because we got I a th- year two breakout? I, I, I think the overall target volume was because Galladay wasn't there. But he's 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 a red zone threat for Detroit, too. They'd be dumb not to keep using him. What a collapse. But that was so bad that they lost that game. And they should have won. Swift. <laughs> it's dagger time. Yeah. All right, it's time to talk about every game with a Believe It or Not from Heath. We're going to take a commercial break, give Heath a little time to think about those Believe It or Nots. When we come back, Jacksonville and Indianapolis, Gardner Minshew. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football Today. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Passion, drive, and patience. 
What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Jacksonville 27, Indianapolis 20. All right, believe it or not, Heath, what do you got? Believe it or not, Gardner Minshew, James Robinson, and LaVisca Chenault are all flexes at worst. Dave, you can always go first here. No, no, I know, I know. I'm thinking about I it. I'm yes. going to say no. I, I, I believe it. Chenault got four targets. I believe it. And he had two carries? Two carries for 10 two yards. Two carries for yeah. 10 yards. Yes. I would anticipate Chenault getting more involved as the season goes on. He was his first football game. He had a nice yeah. route on his touchdown. Very nice. A little, little stutter step to freeze the defender, crossed his face, got open. Minshew hit him, waltzed into the end zone. Robinson's only rostered in 69% of leagues, so that'll be closer to 85, mm-hmm. 90, I think. Um, and I say Chenault only got four targets, but he got more than DJ Chark, who only had three. Both of them caught touchdowns. Um, believe it or not, on this one, Paris Campbell's legit, man. Believe I it. I think we are. I yeah, it. I I was skeptical that Philip Rivers would help him that much, but since Philip Rivers can't throw a ball more than 15 yards, Seriously. I think Paris Campbell's uh yeah, he's got more upside than I was giving him credit for. I, I have to admit I was disappointed in Jack Doyle not having a bigger game. Thought that he would get a little more work, but Campbell definitely had Rivers' eye. He he threw to him on the interception late in the game. I think that Campbell's going to continue to see a lot of uh looks from Philip Rivers. Yeah, it looks like a pretty good wide receiver. Six catches on nine targets, 71 yards for Paris Campbell, only rostered in 20% of leagues. Next up, Las Vegas 34, Carolina 30. Heath. Believe it or not, Christian McCaffrey is going to lose a lot of catches off last year. I don't believe it yet. One game does not tell the whole season. Yeah, I don't believe it either, but I do want to see... If McCaffrey, how many games he had three or fewer catches last year? But you can keep talking about this game as I look. I mean, there was a a a good portion of this game where he was like, I don't even think he had like he didn't have that many. Um, they just, and it might have just been the way things were going. But I would presume that every team's going to try to take Christian McCaffrey away in the passing game, at least until Robbie Anderson does this more regularly with with Moore and Anderson and Samuel getting that many targets. I'm not saying that I don't think Christian McCaffrey is the number one running back anymore. I'm not saying that I think he's going to be bad in PPR, but I'm I'm not so sure he's going to catch 80 passes. Well, but I, I also don't think that it's going to be typical for him to have 23 carries in a game. And they're absolutely want to get the ball in his hands in as many unique ways as possible. So this is the, I, I, he's going to catch way more passes than this. Yeah, three he had three games, three games last year with two or three catches, including weeks two and three. Um, McCaffrey, uh, by the way, um, was it? Oh, 
Oh, forget it. I think I more or less said everything I need to say there. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. Teddy Bridgewater actually only threw 34 passes. It's not like nothing. But when you look at all the targets that all the other guys got, you would have thought, especially since they scored 30 points and gave up 34, you would have thought he had thrown at least 40. But he only threw 34 in this game. All right, New England 21, Miami 11. Well, is there anything else we need here? Let's see. Um, Henry Ruggs is going to be fun. Yeah, I wish he hadn't got hurt. Yep. But he's okay. He came back. But he did it's not okay. record another statistic. But he's not, like, out. Unless unless maybe he is banged up. But he's. it's not like he has a injury that he's weak to. I don't know. Heath, you know what I'm saying. By the way, if you want to handcuff Josh Jacobs, it's probably Devontae Booker, right? Yeah, uh, but you you would be sick to want Devontae Booker. Well, on your super squad. deep league. Like how how would you feel starting him if Jacobs missed time? I don't think it would feel very good. No. Um New England twenty one, Miami eleven. Cam Newton is a must start quarterback again. Believe it. I guess I don't because I'm hesitating. Because I'm waiting to see how he does against tougher defenses that will able to will be able to contain him as a runner. You're gonna have to wait a while. So actually, do you feel like Seattle? He's got Seattle next week. I I don't feel like Seattle played poorly defensively. I didn't really I don't watch think Seattle's the game. A bad defense. I don't think they're a good defense. I feel like they did a pretty good job against the Falcons. The Falcons did most of their damage late. They recovered an onside kick. Um, but you, you I know. thought it was a very Falcons um, performance. Like Matt Ryan, I think had 330 yards in three quarters. Um, like he was just up and down the field, and then they got to the red zone, and well, we can't throw to Julio, so how are we going to score? <laughs> All right, so Cam See, you, only sacked him twice, Heath, and once was by Jamal Adams. Do you, Heath, believe that Cam Newton is a must start? I do. All right. Would you rather Who do they have play next week? Seattle. 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 Would you rather have Cam Newton or Aaron Rodgers rest of season? Cam Newton. Rodgers. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, there's not going to be one good running back on either of these teams, Miami, New England. <laughs> I don't believe it. I still think the best running back for the Patriots is currently on their IR. Okay. Yeah, Damn. man. I, I kind of think it might just be Sony Michelle again. Not in love with James White right now. I don't know. Well, that he got hurt. Of, he got hurt and hobbled off at one point. Yeah, he came back. So it doesn't count. <laughs> well, I don't know that Cam Newton's <laughs> going to throw the ball that much. So it's it's fewer targets for everyone. All right, Washington twenty-seven, Philadelphia seventeen. Washington had eight sacks in this game. What's our believe it or not? Um, believe it or not, this is the one I I've kind of struggled with a little bit. But I'm going to say believe it or not. Um. We're not starting Carson Wentz for a while. Rams next week, then the Bengals. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll start him against Cincinnati. I mean, this was Washington. Yeah, but the, Washington, and we knew it, at least on paper, had a great defensive line. And Philly's offensive line is... they look. There's three starters. Two of them are gone for the year, and one of them didn't play in the game. But they're in week only 10 one of them mode. is hoping to be back by the time we get to the Bengals game. Right. Well, that one at is that like point that would be good for he's Carson an elite Wentz. player, though, Lane Johnson. He's a huge I agree. deal. Um, but no, I look, it's worth it. Look, it's his receivers, too. Right. right. What are we going to act like Jalen Rager and Deshaun Jackson right now or some great one two punch? I, I, my expectation is next week against the Rams, probably going to go poorly. 
And so then you're looking at Carson Wentz, who just put up 16 fantasy points against Washington and had a bad game against the Rams, and you're just going to start him because it's the Bengals. And they kind of shut down Terod Taylor, and they face Baker Mayfield, so and, it's going to look like the Bengals' defense is good. And Heath, who's after the Bengals? After the Bengals is the 49ers. And then? The Steelers. And then? The Ravens. Uh-oh, Carson Wentz is on the waiver wire, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> This is like wow. that time when I dropped him on the podcast. Uh-oh. Adam called me an idiot moron. You know who's going to make Carson Wentz better? Miles Sanders. Please come back in week two, Miles Sanders. Uh, he would help. Believe it or not, Peyton Barber, currently rostered in 4% of leagues, should be rostered in at least 40% of leagues. Nope. Don't believe it. Heath? You have to say uh, something. I don't believe it either. Okay, moving on. Seattle, 38. Atlanta, 25. Oh, by the way, Terry McLaurin's going to be fine. Thank you, Dave. Seattle, yeah. 38. Atlanta, 25. Thank you. I was actually worried about that, Dave, and so I feel a little bit better. <laughs> you you um, were? No, you weren't. <laughs> no, I, I was. I was not. I'm not uh, I'm not even being a jerk this time like I normally am. Uh, believe it or not, Calvin Ridley's made better than Julio Jones this year. We had the Chris Godwin discussion before the season, and now he's got like a 10-point head start on him. Look, if he keeps scoring touchdowns, eventually the dichotomy of how to defend the Falcons in the red zone will change. These were red zone touchdowns that he caught today. But, uh, Teams are going to have to do something. Well, he got 12 targets, the same number as Julio Jones. Nine catches, he's same as Julio, too. Better on a per game, a per target basis in terms of getting into the end zone, all those things, then Julio mm-hmm. Jones, like if this is a situation where they're just both getting 12 targets, Calvin Ridley is going to score more fantasy points. If you're asking me if I'd rather have Ridley than Julio the rest of the year, the answer is still no. Is Julio. <laughs> I'd rather have Julio. Yeah, all right, right, fine. Believe it or not, DK Metcalf will be better than Tyler Lockett. No. No. No, I can. but I can touch down though. That touchdown was amazing. That was on a fourth and five play. And he just stacked the DB, got right on top of him. Touchdown. Great throw by Russ. I could see that one. Yeah, well, I mean, I think they're both within the realm. They're both fairly realistic. But again, like if I have Tyler Locker and you're offering me DK Metcalf straight up in a trade in fantasy, I, I don't think I'm saying yes. But I can see, you know, a week or two, it could absolutely be that way. Okay. Green Bay 43, Minnesota 34. What in the believe it or not, the Minnesota Vikings gave up 43 points today, <laughs> and their quarterback threw 25 passes in the game. 18 minutes of possession. Yeah. 19 minutes basically. How about the fact that they scored? <laughs> believe it or oh. not. <laughs> believe it or not, Dave's internet just crapped out. Uh, I was going it. to say, believe it or not. The Vikings' defense is bad. Yeah, we got to at least consider that possibility until uh, Daniel until Daniel Hunter comes back. Um, and even then, the secondary is in bad shape. Dave, are and, you aware that we didn't hear you for the last thirty seconds? Yeah, I am. Okay, I am. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got another. Believe it or not. Yeah. Alexander Madison had four catches today, and Dalvin Cook had negative two receiving yards. Believe it. That's factual. <laughs> he also had 50 yards rushing on six carries. He's pretty good. 
He yeah, is. Madison. So I actually think, Heath, it's interesting because, you know, they just ran the ball so much last season. But if you wonder what could go wrong for Dalvin Cook, I think it would be the the split of the carries is similar, but they just carry the ball a lot less. Uh, but then again, I don't. I just don't see Madison stealing touchdowns from him. And Cook scored twice today. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, do you really make anything of this, or is this one game? I think most of Madison's catches came um, after Dalvin wasn't playing anymore. So I, I'm not making too much of it yet. But it's a problem that Dalvin Cook had one catch for negative two yards. All right, real quick, guys. Believe it or not, Marquez Valdez Scantling should be at least thirty percent rostered. Believe it. Believe it. All right. Yeah, this there might be something here. I mean, uh, people talked him up. He had a good training camp. Aaron Rodgers talked up MVS. Four for 96 and a touchdown on six targets. 5% rostered right now. So he's going to be a waiver wire guy for sure. Buffalo 27, Jets 17. Believe it or not, Jamison Crowder is a top 20 wide receiver in PPR. No. Nope, don't believe it. He had an easy matchup, Heath. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was a top 20 wide receiver last year when he played with Sam Darnold. Was he? Yes. Okay. He was? And, and he just started out this year on that type of pace. So You know what? If Le'Veon Bell misses time, that could only help Crowder, right? Yeah, for sure. What, what format was Seamus and Crowder a top 20 receiver last year? When Sam Darnold was healthy. Oh, Hazer I stats. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great stat. That's a, a perfectly acceptable Hazer stat. Yeah, I it agree. is. I agree. It is. Now, if, it, if you really, week one and then Darnold got mono. Yeah, if you really right, wanted to Hazer stat it, you would take out week one because you would say, well, he had mono. You can't count week one. But week one was he actually was, good for It was really good Crowder. in week one, yeah. so we're definitely counting <laughs> it. <laughs> all right. So, Heath, do you think he's top 20? I do. Okay. Um, all right. Believe it or not, Josh Allen is an elite fantasy quarterback. I'm not believing it yet. Startable fantasy quarterback, yes. Boy, if you don't believe in him and he does well at Miami next week, then you could be throwing out some trade offers there. Baltimore 38 and Cleveland 6. All right. Believe it or not, Heath. Believe it or not, Kareem Hunt is going to be the best running back on the Browns this season. I don't know how anybody can believe that. Yeah, I don't just because it. he was the best running back in week one. Uh, here was what my reasoning would be. The Browns, um, I don't know. I don't remember. Like so many things were said over the offseason. I don't remember who said this, but someone said, and we joked about it. We're going to give them each 15 carries a game. That's our goal. You guys remember that, right? Sure. Yeah. I remember talking about how they could split carries and catches too. Right. Um, this game, Kareem Hunt had three more carries than Chubb, but let's just stick with the same even number of carries per game. He was still much more productive in the passing game than Chubb, and he's a better receiver than Chubb is. So if they're even on carries, then Kareem Hunt is going to be the better fantasy running back because he's going to catch more passes. Maybe, but we also... If that keeps up. Yeah, like Nathan Zagur also said that didn't he basically say like that Hunt's not guaranteed to catch more passes, that their roles could be interchangeable in the passing game too? Well, I just think, Heath, also the touchdowns, right? Who's going to get the, the, the goal line work? Well, I, I think they both had one and got stuffed today, so that's TBD. And Chubb fumbled today too. So did Hunt. They both, oh, they both fumbled. Chubb lost his, Yeah, so his was fumbled. more bad. Yeah, Hunt recovered his, so he's better at that. <laughs> uh, all right, it's, it's interesting. You know, it's... 
Right now, I'm glad I didn't draft any Kareem Hunt, or any uh, Nick Chubb. And quite frankly, Heath, like, uh, how good can can Nick can Kareem Hunt be? If he can Chubb be stays worth healthy? a fifth round pick, splitting with Nick Chubb, yeah, for sure. And more importantly, Chubb probably won't be worth a second round pick, splitting with Kareem Hunt. Almost certainly. Uh, buy or sell. Now's the time to sell. Or believe it or not, pardon me. Totally different game. Believe it or not, Marquise Brown. Now's the time to sell Marquise Brown. Five catches, 101 yards, but only six targets against Cleveland. No chance. Hang on to him. Um, Maybe. Unless you get a whopper of a deal. Okay. Someone offers you Odell Beckham for Marquise Brown. Are you taking that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, th- I think so too. Are you, Dave? I don't think so. Wow. Uh, you know who looked pretty good today? I thought. I don't know when we'll get to this game. We're we're already at an hour and two minutes. Never. Um, <laughs> AJ Green. He had two touchdowns. He had two almost touchdowns. One over. T- one call back on a penalty. It was kind of weak, I thought. I missed this so much. And uh, and Burrow missed him wide open. But Burrow threw oh, like almost exclusively to AJ Green. I thought it was. I thought it was for being for having missed that much time, a year and a half. I was encouraged by AJ Green. Yeah, me too. Stay on the field, Adriel. Not so much by Joe Burrow though. Chicago twenty-seven, Detroit twenty-three. Go. Uh, believe it or not, TJ Hawkinson's going to be a top twelve tight end the rest of the year. I don't believe it yet. That could just go either way. Yeah, why could not? it? How yeah. many games is Galladay going to miss? I think there's an opportunity for him to be because look, Danny Amendola had a huge game too, so maybe Amendola is the one who benefited. Well, from Galladay. yeah, Amendola had a big catch late. Quintez Cephas had ten targets in this <laughs> game. Like, there's plenty of room for Kenny Galladay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say no because you know who's gonna be better? Jared Cook. How good was Jared Cook today? He's a good better player. Better than Hayden Hurst, that's for damn sure. Uh, believe Jordan it or Thomas, not, Jordan, Jordan Thomas, Logan Thomas was better than Hayden Hurst today. We didn't even talk about okay. him. We got a waiver wire show. for six yards. Who? Logan Thomas? Did he catch another one? Yeah. He led the Washington Football Team in targets today. Yeah, he. I, I'm pretty sure he had at least three catches. He had eight <laughs> targets, four catches, 37 yards, and a touchdown. And listen, I'm not saying that he's going to be great, but that is, yeah, that's okay. It was a good one. All also, right. more targets than T.J. Hawkinson. Just Ble- saying. Believe it or not, David Montgomery is good. The, um, I oh, I believe it. I believe he's a. Good NFL running back, not a good fantasy starter. Okay. Chargers 16, Bengals 13. This is gonna this is gonna get me in trouble right here. But I kind of believe it though, even though I shouldn't. Believe it or not, Mike Williams is going to be the best wide receiver on the Chargers this year. You know what? I started when I was watching that game, <laughs> I thought that Terod made much better throws to him. Oh, so like he can lob that ball down the sideline and let Mike Williams yeah, I go know. get it. Yeah. You give him a timing route on a cross, no chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, well, and that hurts Keenan Allen. Yeah, and he's uh, he's getting hit in the shoulder after he was dealing with a shoulder injury. What's his roster ship percentage? He is one hundred percent rostered. Keenan Allen was started in ninety five percent of leagues. No, no, I, no, no, no. Oh, thirty eight percent roster. Go add him. Yeah, I, I'm I'm encouraged by what I saw. 
I'm not sure there's a like a top 60 player, and Keenan Allen was borderline top 60, that I'd be more nervous about right now than Keenan Allen, who did get injured today. Uh, like a top 60 player didn't get injured, right? Like, God, you cannot be feeling too good if you have Keenan no. Allen. No. That was a bad time. But how do you feel about having Austin Eckler? Oh. Can't feel good about that. Yes, either. you can. He had 19 I feel much carries. Oh, I, sure, I compared to worse. Allen, yeah, but I don't feel great about, like, what if I had the choice between Eckler and Devontae Adams after what went down today, or Eckler and Josh Jacobs? Oof. Rough. I, I think I feel worse about Tyler Boyd than I do Keenan Allen. Uh, okay, fair enough. Um, well, that's also yeah, one of I don't feel game. great about either of them. Okay. Um, all right, and let's go to our next one. Saints, Bucks, New Orleans 34, Tampa Bay 23. Well, Dave kind of stole mine, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Believe it or not, Tom Brady and Drew Brees aren't as good as they used to be. Like, as Wait, good as they were Dave kind of stole yours? Like, I had that at the beginning. Okay, so I stole yours. Yeah. Everybody who watched the game had it and stole it from you, Heath. Yeah. I buy it. But I, I at least in the case, of, it's really in the case of both of them, they're surrounded by so much good talent that their shortcomings as a passer can be recouped. So they're they're going to have good fantasy games. Both these guys had two touchdowns today. There, there's going to be some 300 yard games ahead. Believe it or not, Rob Gronkowski should be dropped for OJ Howard. Believe it. I I don't believe that, but I could see Gronk getting dropped for a number of other players. I, I thought Howard looked pretty about. good today and had a lot more attention from Brady. Yeah, Shraggy B, you got the snap counts there? We got one more game. I want to see uh, the snap counts if we have those. One more game, Arizona 24, San Francisco 20. Go ahead, Heath. Believe it or not, Ezekiel Elliott caught Dak Prescott's first touchdown pass this season. I believe it. He's just like, uh My favorite, <laughs> my favorite part about it is hearing the whole Heath first like, quarter you're just ruining do for that me. under his breath laugh. Like I, you don't understand the joy I get because Sunday you is so. You don't understand the joy I get. <laughs> I do. I hear it, but like Sunday is so hectic. I, I'm watching Red Zone. I'm taking notes. There's so much football on, and I feel like I barely get to actually watch football. That's why I love Thursday night and Sunday night and Monday night. And I DVR the game, and my kids are asleep, and I do the dishes because the house is a freaking mess, and I just watch football, and I love it. And you steal that from me, Heath. The <laughs> One thing I have in my life right now. No. Oh, wow. well, at least you still have the dishes, Adam. <laughs> I, feel, yes. I feel kind of bad now. Believe it or not, I feel kind of bad now. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> believe it or not, Chase Edmonds is kind of a problem for Kenyon Drake. Um, yeah. 16 Nine carries touches. for Drake. Rushing to yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a problem. I, I think in the passing game, more than like, like he's going to take six, five or six carries, that's fine. But if he's out targeting Drake, I think Drake's in trouble. At first round ADP. Literally the second time in the Cardinals' last 17 games where the secondary running back had more than seven touches. Yeah. Believe I think it next or week not. We'll, prove, we'll find out if it's a trend next week. Uh, by the way, the fact that George Kill didn't have a big game against the Cardinals is amazing. Believe it or not, he got banged up. Believe it or right, not, the Cardinals are no longer the free space against tight ends. <laughs> Maybe. Believe it or Apparently not, the, that's the Browns. 49ers are missing the playoffs. Yeah, I believe it. 
believe it. <laughs> Man, we might be uh, overreacting a little bit, but I actually picked them to miss the playoffs. So Yeah, me too. Okay, good. Good stuff. I think I did. I think I did too. I, you, I definitely did before you told me there was an extra playoff spot, which I had forgotten about. Then I'm not so sure. Well, I hope everybody uh, did not go 0-10 this week. I know I didn't. 1-10, at least. Uh, I just I add more leagues, so I know I'm going to win some. Thanks so much to uh, Heath and Ben and Dave. Did Ben get me the snap counts? No, nope, hey, I had uh, no idea what player you wanted. Oh, it was... Uh, I don't even remember now. Who was exactly. it? Exactly. It was Heath. No, no, no. No, Heath. What was your favorite part about CD Lamb's first catch in the NFL for 30 Goodbye, years? everybody. Thanks so much for listening. I'm going to do the dishes. See ya. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.